Welcome to Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. I'm Connie Teeson. With Radio Days set to make its North American debut June 8th and 9th during Canadian Music Week in Toronto, we welcome General Manager and CEO Peter Neagle and Head of Programming Nick Goodman to the podcast. Peter and Nick join us to talk about bringing the spirit of Radio Days to this side of the pond, all the buzz from Radio Days Europe in Prague, and more. Hi, I'm uh, Peter, Peter Neagle, and I'm the general manager of uh, Radio Days uh, Europe and also of uh, Radio Days Asia and uh, Radio Days North America now. My journey through podcasting uh, started some odd 25 years ago when I was brand out of university and started at the Danish Broadcasting Corporation in the audio research And I've more or less uh, never left my employment there, although my job title has changed quite a lot since then. Along the way, um, I'm now a senior advisor to the head of Danish radio, and I am also the head of Radio Days Europe in my other job. We are overseeing Radio Days Europe and uh, North America, And Asia, as I said, and we are about 1,500 in Europe, we are 500 in Asia, and we hope to be something similar in North America. So that's my uh, journey through broadcasting and who I am. Hello, I'm Nick Goodman. I'm a radio consultant from the UK, and I'm also head of programming for Radio Days. I've never had another job other than working in radio. Uh, I, I started in Liverpool, Uh, in the late 1980s, answering the phones and making coffee for a DJ that turned out to be a guy called Pete Waterman from Stock Aitken Waterman, the production team. And so I was immersed in pop music and pop culture from that period. Uh, and I shot off to university and did a degree in radio production because I'd found my thing very early in life. And then I returned to Liverpool as a, as a producer and then landed a role as an on-air host and did that for several years and in a few different radio stations around the UK before I decided to hang up the headphones and get into production and management. Uh, I produced breakfast shows for Kiss in London. Then I became a head of music for Virgin Radio in the UK. I was program director of a top 40 radio station in Edinburgh. And then I returned to London as program director for the world-famous 95.8 Capital FM at the time uh, and stayed there quite a few years, had a great time. Uh, there was an opportunity to develop radio consulting business and and I took that in the 2000s and started off in, in fact, in, uh, in Peter's home country of Denmark and started to grow the business out of there and have been doing that ever since uh, and have now clients all over the world and I do all sorts of stuff, mainly in programming though, mainly working with presenters, Uh, looking at music policy, looking at talent. Uh, and I also have an audio production company which creates music, sound and content for brands and broadcasters around the world, everything from uh, the BBC through to Microsoft and Sky, things like that. And I've been involved in the Radio Days organization um, pretty much since the start and been to every every single one of them and uh, got kind of hooked into that uh, because of my connections in the UK and Europe and love being a part of it. It's just a fantastic thing to be a part of. So uh, yeah, radio courses through my veins. I think to start, our listeners are probably very keen to hear 
about the state of the audio industry in Europe. Radio Days Europe wrapped up in Prague in March. What were broadcasters and podcasters talking about? It's very much, of course, the threats and opportunities um, in regard to AI that was on everybody's lips in, in Prague. We had a lot of interesting sessions about this topic. Um, and it is it's like a very good movie <laughs> to, to look at this new technology developing. It gives such a lot of opportunities, but at the same time, it also raises some questions in regard to uh, where will radio hosts go in the future and what will programming be like? Um, so that was, the, I think, the, the, the biggest topic. I would like to raise a lot more, but maybe Nick should get in here. Yeah, I think, as always, people come together and look for new ideas. And new ideas are, are rare things, so it's always an idea that's adapted from another idea. But certainly there is still a thirst for ideas, uh, a thirst for sharing best practice and discussion to see what other people are doing. I mean, in some respects, we're, we're kind of small as, a, as an industry in the radio and audio industry. But at the same time, we can't possibly know everything that's going on in every country. So uh, it's a fantastic opportunity to share ideas. So certainly in Radio Days Europe in Prague, there was a lot of idea sharing going along. Right. Specifically, right now, there's a lot of challenges in the North American broadcast sector. Are you facing the same challenges to the extent in Europe that, that we're facing here in North America? I think the challenges are both similar and different. In terms of the similar challenges, we've got challenges in, in time spent listening. You know, we're living in this attention economy where people's attention are grabbed with all sorts of other things and radio has to kind of fight for its survival in, in, in some respects. And particularly with younger audiences where we know time spent listening is going down. So it's a little bit of management of that and how we see the future and working out what the opportunities are in that as well to not only sustain your audience, but to try and, and grow it in, in different areas as well. So those are similar challenges. However, in Europe and, and certainly in the UK, we have a very buoyant radio and audio industry. In the UK, reaches sitting at 90% weekly reach. The revenues are, are up and doing really, really well. There is perhaps less of a, a death knell sounding for radio in Europe uh, than in other parts of the world. And I think certainly we, we try and amplify the success and, and optimism about the future of radio and audio without ignoring the challenges that exist too. And, and if I might add a little bit on that, <clears throat> as Nick just described, yes, we are holding steady uh, more or less everywhere uh, in weekly reach. Uh, on, on, and and is list, uh, we are losing a little bit on transparent listening. But uh, we see new forms of audio emerging with podcasting, which is a real growth mo motor all over Europe. Um, we're doing pretty good, both with podcasting uh, revenue, not as good as on radio, but that's coming too. And also uh, revenue on radio is not bad. So I think in Europe overall, we are, um, we are quite optimistic about the future. And we just have to look at television, for instance, to, um, to start kind of compare where we are at in audio, uh, where they're at uh, with television. So we are in a good place compared to um, some of our cousins in other media uh, platforms. I want to go back to the origin of the Radio Days brand and what sets it apart from other conferences. That's a very good question. Some of the things that we do, we've kind of um, 
It's, we've done that for now 15 years. But uh, for me, um, I had the same experience as Nick the first time I got on board Radio Days. It, it, the people uh, involved are so keen on developing formats, finding the next talents, the next new ideas, the next new um, you know, programming formats. It's, it's just like-minded people coming together and wanting to do uh, good for the industry. Um, and we keep challenging ourselves, that spirit, we keep challenging ourselves to produce better formats, to, to, to the sessions that need to be de- you know, developed, you know, finding new ways to get the messages across, to get those speakers in. So it's just, um, I don't know, there's, some, there's a spirit in, in Radio Days, which I think is, is for me at least, is, is, is why I want to work with Radio Days. I'd, I'd agree with that. I think, you know, learning is quite addictive. And certainly if you're, if you're addicted to your, uh, your industry, you, you want to make it better. So you want to learn how you can make it better. So, so for me, that, that spirit is very much alive. Every time I go there, I love seeing guest speakers from different territories, giving us fresh perspectives on familiar topics. So personally, I learn from other countries. I learn from other programmers, from other consultants, also from other industries as well. So for example, when we have a neuroscientist coming along talking how about how the brain reacts to music, that's fascinating because that's all about selling music and the passion for music and how music can connect with the audience. Or when we have behavioral scientists talking about how to manage people and get the best of them, that's really applicable if you're a program director or, or manager and you've got a, a team of presenters who need motivating. So it's about the desire to learn and to get better. As you alluded to, Radio Days North America is not the first expansion into new territories. Do you, Nick, want to talk about more of that opportunity to get an outside perspective, especially for those who maybe haven't been able to travel to events over the last few years? Yeah, I mean, just just being together with other radio people, uh, I think, is is really good. And uh, it's it's not just the sessions; it's the it's the discussion at the coffee, it's the discussion at the bar, and discussion in the evening, and just being around other people who share the same desire to improve their radio stations or their audio businesses uh, and want to learn from each other so that vibe is, is is really good but if we take if we take radio days north america coming up for example uh, we've got some great speakers coming over from different parts of the world that people can learn from so whether it's uh, Alid hayden jones who's the uh, head of bbc radio one the big youth service from the bbc uh, in the uk who's talking about uh, engaging with young people. That'll be fascinating. Joe Harland, the head of visual radio for the BBC, is coming along. Visual radio being a thing that's really developed over the last decade. So we don't just think of audio, but we we think of uh, images and pictures and screens and all that kind of stuff as well. So getting that outside perspective, I think, is uh, is, is really valuable to, to people who come along. And also then just getting great inspiration. I mean, I've, I've been at this my whole life. And when I go along to radio days, I leave exhausted because you've been talking a lot and <laughs> learning a lot. But I also leave feeling utterly inspired. I can't wait to get back to some of my clients and some of my radio stations and some of my presenters that I'm working with to share that enthusiasm. So it's a, it's a really, without sounding too evangelical about it, it's, it's a semi-religious experience. It's, it really fills you full of joy and hope and optimism about radio and audio. And, and I love that. 
And if I might um, uh, add, it's also a mission for Radio Days Europe uh, to bring uh, the audio industry together wherever we are. In Europe, we have, uh, and also North America and Asia, we have a very specific set of rules that we have tried to live up to. For instance, we believe that the speaker roster should be gender neutral. Uh, there should be equal amount of men and women. We want to work for diversity, representation. We want to try to reach both into public service and commercial radio because they can all contribute. We can all learn from each other. And I think together, when we work together and we learn from each other, uh, we just we just get better as an industry uh, as a whole. Is the conference designed that way because historically you felt that there was too much division between the public and the private sectors? Yes, um, I, I do believe that when I travel to other conferences on other continents, I don't know if it's true, but but I have a feeling that sometimes the commercial would like to talk to like-minded people and the commercial sector and public service broadcasters and podcasters would like to talk to you know, their own kind and other kind of conferences. Um, we believe at Radio Days that coming together and discussing among ourselves across all borders and genders and all that kind of thing is, is beneficial for all of us and for the industry as a whole. There's more that unites us than divides us between commercial and public service. So in the UK, we have a strong tradition of rivalry between the commercial services, uh, which only started in 1973 here, uh, and the BBC that have been going a lot longer. But actually, we have a lot in common. We want people to listen to our services, to engage in audio. And so regularly, we'll get together with our rivals and we'll talk about all those challenges and how we're going to solve them collectively. So Radio Days takes a, a bit of that spirit, a bit of the Scandinavian spirit of where Radio Days was, was born. And it's about collaboration. And you know, personally, I think collaboration is the best way forward. Is there anything on this year's Radio Days North America agenda either of you want to highlight or are particularly excited about? Oh, this is also always the hardest question because you're asking us to choose between our children. A lot of thought, a lot of effort has gone into each um, of these sessions. Also in Radio Days Europe, we have a different uh, way of approaching uh, the programming of the conference. Uh, we bring in a program group from all aspects of audio in North America. And then we discuss until we are blue in the face about which ideas are the best and what uh, sessions should be selected uh, for the final conference. If you really uh, push me, I, I want to go back to, to, to my core, uh, which is I am an audience researcher at heart. Um, I really am. And there are uh, three sessions this year which in some shape, way or form uh, are about audience research and what we can learn uh, from audience research. Uh, one specifically on podcasting and one uh, more debate-oriented uh, on, 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 um, on PPM. And then there's one on uh, audio development in general um, and I'm looking very much forward to all of them. But there's so many conference, uh, so many different sessions that is really interesting. There's 
there's one from the moth Catherine burns and storytelling she's absolutely wonderful um and other sessions but i could i could go on but audience research has always been uh, my first love and the good thing is is i'm not an audience researcher and it's never been my first love but i appreciate that it's there so on from my side as a programmer the things i'm really interested in are people like dennis clark who's um, Vice President of Talent for iHeart. He's coming in to talk about how presenters can engage with their audience better. Or James Howard also from iHeart who looks after uh, the Chicago cluster there and the importance of your brand, which is so important as, uh, as radio station programmers know. Or um, Carolina Bermudez from um, KTU in New York, a fantastic radio personality who's going to uh, do a great interview with, uh, with a British consultant called John Simons and talk about... Um, being a radio personality in a multimedia world and how you can adapt and do podcasts and TV and how you can create your own brand as well. So, you know, there really is something for everybody. So both uh, the audience researcher, Peter, and the programmer, Nick, are are both very happy, but there's loads more for uh, everybody else, depending on your different flavor of audio or radio. Yeah, and I I also believe that Nick and I will actually probably meet up in in the sessions where we have the the head of uh, content for... Some of the biggest uh, stations like iHeart and the World Poleman, and uh, we have BBC, a lot of the really big uh, talking about how they see the world now and in three years' time. And I hope the moderators will uh, dig in and, and, and uh, ask the right questions so we get a sense of where the, the big boys see us in a couple of years' time. Is there a thought that either of you would like to close on? My closing thought would be that coming together to talk about something that you love is is a fantastic experience, right? So if you love podcasting, if you love audio, if you love radio, and you want to be surrounded by like-minded people and discuss the importance challenges that you face, um, get new ideas, get inspiration, then this is a great place to do it. And I'm, I'm not just saying that because I help organize it. I'm saying that as a, as a person that goes along to these things and sits there through the sessions and talks to people in the coffee breaks. It really is a, a joyful kind of festival of radio and audio and podcasting. So uh, uh, if, if you love the industry uh, that, you, that you work in, it really is a good place to be. My closing thought is the same as uh, every time I leave a good conference, I, I always have a kind of idea which sessions I will love, which sessions I will learn from. But it, the really good conferences, they always trick me. They always fool me. And I get away with something I would never in a million years have thought would occupy my thoughts for the, in the coming weeks. And, and that is something that we, we, I think we tried to do at, at, at Radio Days Europe, that... Uh, the individual program members uh, in the program group, they do their very best to come up with something that will inspire and that will surprise you. And I'm looking forward to what it is in North America that will blow my mind and make me think new things uh, for the future. Thank you both for joining us. Thank you, Connie. Thank you. You can learn more about Radio Days North America at cmw.net slash Radio Days. For Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast, I'm Connie Thiessen. Thanks for listening to Broadcast Dialogue. For more information about the podcast or to receive exclusive access to our weekly briefing about the Canadian media industry, visit us at broadcastdialogue.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, connect with us on LinkedIn, and follow us on Twitter and SoundCloud.
I'm Matt Kundal, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.